Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The semifinals of the FCS playoffs are coming to Montana for the first time in more than a decade. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Saturday night in Huntsville, Texas, the Montana State Bobcats pulled off an upset for the ages, toppling top-ranked, top-seeded, and undefeated Sam Houston in resounding fashion. MSU freshman quarterback Tommy Malott caught a touchdown, threw a touchdown, and rushed for two more scores as Montana State surged to a 28-0 lead early in the second quarter on the way to a 42-19 victory. The win helps Montana State sew up a bid in the semifinals of the playoffs for the second year in a row. It also means that MSU will host South Dakota State in the first semifinal playoff playoff game at Bobcat Stadium since 1984. The state of Montana has not seen a Final Four game since Montana defeated App State in overtime in 2009 to advance to the title game. MSU's victory marked the first road FCS playoff win in program history. It also marked the first time Sam Houston has ever lost a home game in the postseason and snapped a 22-game winning streak for the Bearcats dating back to their undefeated spring season that saw Sam win their first national title. And finally, Friday in Harrisonburg, Virginia, the Montana the Grizzlies ran into a buzzsaw. James Madison scored on a pair of big plays in the first half while knocking out Grizz quarterback Cam Humphrey before cruising to a 28-6 victory over UM. Montana's season ends with a 10-3 record. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
What up, Montana? Welcome back. Hope you're having a great Wednesday. It's Nuanez now, ESPN Radio. I'm Coulter Nuanez. I'm coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Northwest Motorsports, new to Missoula, new to Montana. You can find them at the corner of Stevens and Mount here in the Garden City. Or you can visit them online. Find the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? We heard from Montana State Athletic Director Leon Costello about Montana State's run to the Final Four of the SES playoffs for the second consecutive season. Also talked a little bit about the state of college athletics and some of the crossover between MSU and South Dakota State. Costello famously spent time at South Dakota State before becoming Montana State's athletic director. We also did our final Grizz Star of the Week for 2021. We'll be off the last two weeks of the year here at ESPN Missoula. So there's a couple shows left to wrap up what's been a tremendous year. We thank all of you out there for being a part of it. Awesome. Engaging and bringing you all the best we possibly can from what is such a rich and mystique-filled sporting world here in the Treasure State. We also do a little Grizz Hockey recap. They're off for about four weeks, four or five weeks. I'll be back at it uh, the third weekend of January. Anything you missed in today's first hour, you can find on the Nuanez Now podcast. Please continue to rate, review, subscribe. You guys are blowing that thing up, and we love it. It's awesome. Really appreciate you for doing it. ESPN Roundtable coming up in just a minute. Ryan Davis, a senior tight end for the Bobcats, will join us. Uh, an interesting interview for a guy that has bided his time, and he's played a lot at MSU, and it's hardly got thrown the ball at all. He's been more of the blocking tight end in their offense, but he's a very well-respected and well-liked member of their football team. And one thing that I love about a variety of different cultures, but particularly Native American culture, is the, the, the family element of it and the pride that so many Native peoples in Montana take in their young people. And sometimes that comes with a, a certain element of pressure from the family that you come from or the tribe that you come from. There's also just a, a, a huge dichotomy there as well because it is sometimes challenging or confusing to assimilate into a different a different world, quite honestly, in a lot of cases. But Ryan Davis grew up in Billings, so the assimilation to Bozeman may be not as challenging as somebody that, say, grows up in Browning or, or Hardin or Crow Agency. But that's not to, to take anything away from what this young man has accomplished, and he's done it while representing the name of his family. And his family, you know, I, I know them very well. His cousins were a couple of my best friends here growing up in Missoula, knew their family very well. And uh, I got to know his oldest brother. Ryan Davis is the fifth Davis brother to play sports at Montana State. His oldest brother, Leo, was a senior on the 2011 Bobcats. When I first moved back to Montana, he was on that team. So I got to know their family through that element of it as well. But his maternal grandparents, Smokey and Darnell, rides at the door to the great people you ever meet. 
and uh, dignitaries within the Blackfeet Nation. And uh, Ryan Davis has, has not only done a great job representing for his family and his people, but he fully acknowledges that that's what he's trying to do. He wants to make those that came before him proud. He wants to leave a legacy for his family and his folks, Doug and Debbie and, and everybody that's come along. So, you know, I, I have a personal connection to this story, having grown up with these guys and, and really, really expecting the way they operate as a family. But Ryan Davis, to me, is what sports all about. I mean, there's there's all sorts of different accolades you can win and, and awards you can get and all that. But for a guy to have an awesome experience, improve his life, be a part of a team, learns what it means to sacrifice for others around you, and do it for something greater than just yourself and your own self-accomplishment, but do it for your family, your tribe, where you come from. That's what college football is supposed to be all about. And so Ryan Davis has a ton to be proud of, and I, I know that his family and, and his his numerous cousins around the state, I mean, senior day for both Leo Davis and, and Ryan Davis for football was is crazy in Bozeman, man. They have hundreds of people there uh, from around the state, from their family. I know they're, one of the matriarchs of their family passed away earlier this year, and she boasted more than 100 grandchildren across the state. So pretty cool, pretty awesome lineage that they come from. And so I caught up with Ryan earlier this week for this week's ESPN Roundtable. Well, happy now for this week's ESPN Roundtable. And we feature a guy who at least I've known his family for quite some time. He's Ryan Davis. He's a tight end for the Montana State Bobcats MSU. Into the semifinals of the FCS playoffs for the second year in a row. Hosting a semifinal playoff game in Bozeman. High noon, South Dakota State coming to town. The first Final Four game at Bobcat Stadium in 37 years. Pretty amazing run by these guys. So, Ryan, first and foremost, congratulations on the outstanding win down in Huntsville, Texas this last weekend. Just take us through it because I think that a lot of people saw that number one ranking next to Sam Houston's name. You guys didn't seem to really care, and uh, you really laid it on him. 42-19 Bobcats win the first home loss for Sam Houston State in the history of their playoff seasons. so what was it like? What did you think of just the effort by your guys? You know, it was it was a tremendous effort by us on both sides of the ball. I mean, Coach Vegan elaborated on it, and I'll you know elaborate on it more. It's just a that's just a solid team win right there. You know, we got off the plane, had issues. You know, before we even got on the plane, things didn't go our way, but we're used to that. You know, we're a resilient team, and uh, it was a great opportunity for us as soon as we got down there to kind of step on them first and kind of punch them in the mouth and right out of the jump, you know, and that's, they haven't had anybody do that to them yet, you know, and it's like, that's, that's something that we just had to do was step in there, you know, get a good punch in, and then after that, we just kept rolling and rolling, and both sides of the ball, all phases, you know, special teams, offense, defense, we were just cruising, and it was an amazing feeling. Well, now the state is a buzz not only because of Montana State's accomplishments, but because of this young kid from Butte, Montana, who steps in at quarterback and is just lights out. Five total touchdowns for Tommy Mallott. He scores on the Philly special. He scores a rushing touchdown. He throws one right into the bucket to Willie Patterson. What an unbelievable debut he's had these last couple weeks. But I know internally you guys have a lot of confidence in him. So how has he been able to build that confidence amongst the team, and what did you think of his performance on Saturday? You know, Tommy is somebody that... um, has just kind of been lurking in the shadows, lurking in the shadows, and I don't know where, you know, he stands up and spotlights on him, and I think he's taking it, he's taking it full throttle, you know, he has, he has just the utmost confidence for himself, all of us have the confidence in him, you know, we, we trust him, we believe in him, and I think the state's about to catch on fire, you know, Butte America is coming up tall here in Montana State, so. 
You gotta love it. It's such a good story. And you guys have so many great stories on your team. But this has been fascinating to follow you guys because 2019 was a breakthrough year. You guys go to the quarterfinals and then the semifinals for the first time in a really long time. And then you have to wait. I know that you, your group of guys, the seniors on this team, always expected to be back where you're at right now. But man, it felt like it took forever to get here. So now that you're actually here, now that you're back in the Final Four, what's it taking? How have you guys gotten to this point? You know, it's just, like I said, that resiliency that our team has shown through everything. I mean, back to back to back, we've been, you know, had all these different things that didn't, uh, you know, go the way we planned. We had a bunch of different things come up, a bunch of different obstacles, you know, but the way around the rock in the middle of the road is the right way, you know, and I think we've been taking that, we've been taking that route head on. We're, uh, like I said, yeah, just a re- really resilient team, you know, we've overcome so much adversity you know everybody in the nation has overcome COVID and everybody's got their own story on it but I think ours is a little special and how we came up through it and it's like you know especially as a senior and I could speak on behalf of the rest of the seniors you know and a lot of the guys who played in 2019 and 2019 got a, or 2018 got a little bit of taste of that playoffs it's like we never left I mean it feels great we're comfortable here but we're not uh we're not stagnant if that makes sense like we're comfortable being in here we know what we have to do we know what we have to do to win We've lost playoff games, you know, both of our last two seasons have ended in losses in the playoffs, and we kind of figured out what we need to do to end this whole thing on a win. So I think we're I think we're set up in a great position, you know. We've played some really good teams, but we've played our best when our best is needed, and I think that's a testament to our guys and their resiliency. It's the ESPN Roundtable here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. We do this each Wednesday during the 5 o'clock hour. Actually recording this on a Tuesday post-practice with Montana State senior tight end, Ryan Davis, a Billings native. And Ryan, so interesting for me because this is my 10th year covering Montana State football. And my first year, your oldest brother, Leo, was a senior on the Bobcats. And uh, a guy I got to know pretty well during his playing career as well. And here we are now with you and your career winding down. So it's been a full decade worth of Davis boys for competing in sports for the Bobcats, which has been pretty cool. What have you thought of that element? Just the fact that you have continued to represent your family. And, and I'm sure your mom's probably thinking, man, I, I don't have much college football games left to go to. It's probably become a way of life for your parents. Oh, yeah. I mean, ever since Leo was a freshman, you know, in college or freshman in high school, even we were always. You know, all of us, because there's five of us boys, you know, we were always playing flag football. My parents were always up to go to different games. You know, I remember getting done with games and having to drive to the high school to watch Leo or vice versa. My parents would get done watching Leo at the high school, come down and watch one of our little guy football games or get done with the game uh, during the weeknight or early Saturday morning and drive straight up to Bozeman, you know, watch my older brothers play. And, you know, it's been it's been one heck of a ride, and that's for sure. I'm really blessed. Uh, I'm, all of us boys are blessed with these abilities, you know, to be able to – showcase our talent a little bit here at Montana State and kind of build our own legacy here. And uh, I knew before I even made the decision to come here that I had huge, huge shoes to fill. But those shoes are easy to fill, you know, when you walk on the shoulders of Giants. And Leo and my other older brothers, you know, have set up great things for us. You know, it's my parents. They've they've grinded for us to be able to have these opportunities. You know, they've taken a lot of self-sacrifices to give us, you know, take us to camps, take us to practice drive us all over the place in state, you know, to be able to go to these camps and stuff. And man, it's just been one heck of a ride and I'm sure blessed to be part of it. I'm sure blessed to have uh continue this legacy and kind of end it off for my family. So 
Well, I tell you this, uh, your family is one of the coolest groups of people I've ever met. I grew up with your cousins, Mike and RJ LaValle, and I've gotten to know uh, one side of your grandparents, Darnell and Smokey, pretty darn good. It's just so cool the way you guys support each other. And I remember, I mean, your your senior day, Leo's senior day, I mean, there's like hundreds of people there supporting you guys. It's so (laughs) awesome. Uh, But one thing that Leo and I always talked about was just that pride you guys do have in your family and also where you came from, your Native American background and and representing for your people out as a whole and it's so different than the stories we sometimes see because so often people from your culture come and, and gravitate towards basketball rather than football that element of it the fact that you've been able to do this from a football perspective what about the game of football do you love and and what about just proving it continually and carrying on that family legacy do you enjoy just representing for your people you know the game of football like you said it's uh i mean obviously you know you got people like jim thorpe and I had a relative from Browning. He got he played for Western and ended up getting picked up by the Detroit Lions. And uh, this is a long time ago, long time ago, you know. But this is a a road kind of less traveled for the Native culture, you know. I know around the nation, you know, there's some some Native American athletes that decide to go play football. But personally, I I know uh, Leo and my dad, you know, have always grown up telling me this, you know, as as our, our people are, especially our Blackfeet people, I'm Blackfeet and I'm Laurel Brill Sioux from South Dakota, but our Blackfeet people, we're uh, in Montana, the band that's in Montana, Southern Pagan, we've always been uh, kind of our warrior band, and we've always protected that southernmost border of our of our homelands, you know, so we're always on patrol, never really had any, uh, you know, friends, so to say, never really had any allies, it was just us always scrapping it out, you know, and we're managing our territory, taking care of our territory, protecting our people. And uh, just that battle aspect of it, I guess, is what really gravitated me towards football, you know, being able to represent my Native American culture, but have that sense of feeling like you are going to battle like your ancestors, you know, and being that pride of where you come from, who you are, feeling that you're carrying your culture on your back, your family on your back, and just being able to go out there and um, impose your will, you know, on another, another human being where it's allowed, you know, on the field and, being able to battle and go to war, so to say, with your with your teammates, with your friends, your closest brothers, you know, that's as close as it gets to as it was back in the day. And, you know, I just, I've taken that head on. I take a lot of pride in that, being able to relive, I guess, what my ancestors did in that, that battle aspect, that war aspect, and defending our turf, you know. This year especially, I've been very blessed not to lose at home, and that's something I really was a big goal, you know, because my, like I said, that Southern Pagan, that I'm Scott Pikani, we were always protecting our, our homeland, and that's pretty special for me not to lose at home thus far, you know, and being able to just protect it, protect what's ours. Ryan Davis, Montana State senior tight end, joining us here on the ESPN Roundtable on Nuanas Now. Montana State hosts South Dakota State high noon Saturday afternoon at Bobcat Stadium. And one thing I've talked with your grandmother, Darnell, about extensively is just the the coming of age for, for young people, but specifically young men. And I know that Jeff Choate, the former Montana State head coach, he used to talk about that element as well, that, that football is sort of the last great proving ground for young men unless they go to the military. It's I think that it's the thing that we love about football the most, but that we talk about the least. I think 
fans, they're always talking about the wins and the pageantry and the jerseys and, you know, the bragging rights when you play the Grizz and all this stuff. But really, this is a coming-of-age ceremony for not just you and your culture, but for all of these guys. That element, though, it seems like it's so much more acknowledged by Native American people is just the, the necessity and the importance of becoming a man and proving yourself. And, and it seems as if sports, and specifically for you, football can be an avenue uh, to that, to come of age, to become a man, to prove yourself. So do you see that element in, in just the game of football and then where you come from? Yeah, no, definitely. Most definitely. You know, back in the back in the day, from what I understood, you know, from stories and stuff and hearing it from my Aunt Darnell, my dad, you know, and our, our elders, my grandmother and stuff, and hearing all these stories, it was kind of, you kind of earn your right, earn your keep as a warrior in the Native American culture, you know, when you get that, get to go on that Native war path, you know, for the first time, whether that's, you're there holding horses, you're there doing this, you're, you're doing that, whether you're actually going to battle, you know, it's kind of where you, where you earn your keep, that's where you count cool, you know, you kind of earn your stripes, earn your feathers, and that's, that's something that, you know, I've been blessed to carry on, you know, and take so much pride in is, and I 100% agree, you know, especially being out here, I was blessed to have the opportunity, you know, to kind of contribute to the team a little bit on special teams as a freshman. And I felt like that was, you know, like a big moment in my life, a big moment in my career. You know, it's like, man, I'm, I'm out here. I'm, you know, 18, 19 years old playing against a bunch of grown men. And I have to, you know, go to war. They don't care how old I am. They don't care where I came from. They don't care how good my high school team was, how bad it was. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where I come from. It's just you against a man in front of you, you know, and that's kind of, that kind of puts you to the test. It tests your manhood. You know, you can't quit. It's just you and the other guy out there, and the, the camera don't lie, and the, the people's eyes don't lie. You know, they see what they see. It doesn't matter what you think. doesn't matter what happened. It just matters about, you know, you and the man across from you and how that ends. The other thing I just love about your class is that given all the adversity and the long break and all the changes in the NCAA rules and the fact that you have a new coaching staff, it would have been really easy for a lot of you guys to leave, and uh, so many of you stayed. The core group has stayed, and, you know, I mean, Troy Anderson could be playing anywhere in the country, but he's playing at Montana State. You know, Tucker Rovey could have gone and got himself another gig as a starting quarterback anywhere, but instead he's like the ultimate quarterback coach who's still a player on the team, and he's loving it, coaching up Tommy Malone, and just on down the line before you as a guy that played tight end, not a lot of balls coming your way, but you play a huge role in special teams and in blocking packages and stuff like that. So what's kept you going? What, what keeps Ryan Davis motivated? You know, just that aspect of, like you said, that that pride. Or like I said earlier, I guess that Native American culture. You know, this is this is my opportunity. This is my opportunity to let loose, kind of go out there, go to battle, count coup, so to say. But no, mainly it, it's the guys that I I go to work with every day. It's the guys in the locker room. It's the guys that we came into this campus together. We've not been to the playoffs. We've lost in the quarterfinals. We've lost in the semifinals. It's, it's those group of guys. It's those guys that I've woken up with at five in the morning in the summertime to run God knows how many yards, you know, sprints. It's just, it's, that's what keeps me going is my brother's here, you know, and my brother's literally, I guess, my family before me. It's, it's that drive to never quit, you know, especially not quit on your, uh, your teammates. Like, like we all have gotten so close, especially us older guys and even the younger guys bringing themselves into the circle. And it's just that love for each other, you know, and there's no greater gift than being able to go out there and, bang some heads with some of your best friends, you know, every, every Saturday and every day in practice, there's, there's no better feeling than that. And, you know, my biggest fear, and I could speak for, I'm sure most of my team is letting one of my brothers on the team down, you know, letting one of my teammates down. And that's kind of what's driven us not to quit, you know, because we're all in it together. Yeah. We could be doing something else. Yeah. You know, a lot of the seniors have already graduated. They could be working 
nine to five job, starting a family, all of that, you know, but that kind of stuff isn't what matters to us right now. We only have so many more opportunities left and we do that going into COVID with the extra year that, you know, opportunities are getting limited. The clock's winding down, you know, uh, days are long, but the time is short. And, uh, that's what's really kept us driving is just not wanting to give up on each other, not wanting to give up on what goals we set when we were freshmen, you know, and that's, that's something that I would, I'd hang my hat on for sure is not quitting for that reason is, uh, there's no way I would quit to let down one of my teammates like that. Well, one of the funniest moments of this year on this show, it is new on is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Last week I was interviewing Sam Houston head coach Casey Keeler. He asked me a question. He says, hey, before we get into this, he said, I want you to tell me the story of number 15 on Montana State. He said, I got this right. This guy played running back, quarterback, defensive end, outside linebacker, and now he's playing Mike. I said, you got it right, coach, but not only did he do all that, he was uh, an All-American at three of those positions, and now here he is, Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the Year in Troy Anderson. And I know that, you know, for you guys, you're around him every day. You know what sort of a humble and an honest worker he is. But still, sometimes you must find yourself in awe of this guy because he's just – he is a next-level athlete, and he's a next-level competitor. So, from your seat, what have you thought of just going through this experience with a guy like Troy Anderson? You know, I'll start off by saying this for sure. A lot of people um, see Troy through the media's eye, you know, because he is so humble. He is so quiet. But I'll tell you what, Troy is Troy's one hell of a kid. He's, he's a better – I'd say he's a better man, a better friend, a better guy than he is an athlete. And Troy's a pretty darn good athlete, so that puts that in perspective. You know, he's one of the most humble kids to be around. He's just, you know, all this is his own doing. You know, he's a once-in-a-lifetime athlete, but it's not just, you know, a lot of it is God-given, you know, and he knows that. But, man, nobody works harder than Troy. Nobody deserves this more than Troy. And I'll, he's, I'm in his corner for the rest of his life, no matter what he decides to do, football or not football, whatever he decides after, you know, the game ends for him. He's just, he's insane, you know. He, he's kind of one of those life, once-in-a-lifetime athletes that he'll do something on the field and you're like, geez, you know, like, how the heck does he do that? You know, he you just kind of awestruck by it, you know, especially being one of his friends, visiting with him, you know, working out with him, and then he just pulls something out of his hat on the field, and all of a sudden, boom, you know, he's busting loose for, uh, you know, a 90-yard run, or he's making a bunch of people miss, or he's coming out of nowhere when he's for sure blocked, for sure sealed off, and he comes off and then puts a big smack down on whoever's carrying the ball. You know, it's just Troy's one of those once-in-a-lifetime athletes that I've been blessed to have the opportunity to get to know and play with, and I'd I'm sure that even in his further football career that he's still going to take us all by surprise because he does not stop working and he doesn't have a motor that turns off. Well, let's talk about this weekend then. I'm sure that the preparation is underway, probably only a couple days into preparing for South Dakota State. But for you older guys, a team you've played a couple years back, I know they got a lot of new personnel since then, and you guys do too. But with the Jackrabbits coming to town, what are your thoughts? What is your initial scout on South Dakota State? You know, SDSU, they're not they're not in here. They're not where they're at by, you know, no accident. They're, they're a great football team, you know. Props to those guys. They got great personnel, you know, great defense, a heck of a running back from what I've seen. You know, they're, they're well coached. They're well disciplined. They just fly around and make the plays they need to, and they're, they're a really stout team. And it's, uh, like I said, it's no accident. They are where they are. And uh, I think that this is going to be a great matchup for us. I think this is probably going to be – one of the better defenses we play all the playoffs, probably all through the season as well. And uh, I don't know, we, I, I carry those uh, losses from 2017 and 2018. You know, 2017 and beat us on a fake field goal. 2018, we went down there and they thumped us pretty good. So I don't know, I'm, I'm excited for this opportunity. You know, round three, it's a, another another title fight, so to speak, 
with, with a little bit of history there. But yeah, no, South Dakota State, man, they're they're a great football team, hardworking, you know, well coached, well well equipped to be where they are, and like, it's going to be a great matchup. Well, Ryan, we really appreciate all that Saturday. I know it's a busy week, but congratulations on an outstanding career and best of luck on Saturday. And uh, we hope that we cross paths soon. But in the meantime, be well and go get them on Saturday afternoon. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. There you go, Ryan Davis. Montana State senior tight end on the ESPN Roundtable. ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls, great place. To enjoy yourself an afternoon, I got an idea for you. They got breakfast, lunch, dinner. So maybe go get some breakfast, stick around for the Bobcat game, kicks at noon. Or maybe go there for some lunch and watch the game and have some lunch. It'll always roll into either an early or a late happy hour if you're hanging out for a while as well. Paradise Falls in Missoula has 30 big screen TVs, 18 draft beers, food and drink specials seven days a week. They're open 7 a.m. till midnight, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Head on down to Paradise Falls for all your sports watching needs. Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. The Montana State Minute with Alex Eshelman coming at you. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. The semifinals of the FCS playoffs are coming to Montana for the first time in more than a decade. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Saturday night in Huntsville, Texas, the Montana State Bobcats pulled off an upset for the ages, toppling top-ranked, top-seeded, and undefeated Sam Houston in resounding fashion. MSU freshman quarterback Tommy Malott caught a touchdown, threw a touchdown, and rushed for two more scores as Montana State surged to a 28-0 lead early in the second quarter on the way to a 42-19 victory. The win helps Montana State sew up a bid in the semifinals of the playoffs for the second year in a row. It also means that MSU will host South Dakota State in the first semifinal playoff playoff game at Bobcat Stadium since 1984. The state of Montana has not seen a Final Four game since Montana defeated App State in overtime in 2009 to advance to the title game. MSU's victory marked the first road FCS playoff win in program history. It also marked the first time Sam Houston has ever lost a home game in the postseason and snapped a 22-game winning streak for the Bearcats dating back to their undefeated spring season that saw Sam win their first national title. And finally, Friday in Harrisonburg, Virginia, the Montana the Grizzlies ran into a buzzsaw. James Madison scored on a pair of big plays in the first half while knocking out Grizz quarterback Cam Humphrey before cruising to a 28-6 victory over UM. Montana's season ends with a 10-3 record. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
My Spotify rap continues here on Nuanas now. A little weekend for you here on a Thursday. Wild to think that uh, it's not even a Thursday. It's a Wednesday. I got my days all messed up. I went to four different time zones last week, so I can't even keep all my days straight. Crazy to think, though, that the weekend was performing on the Super Bowl. That seems like yesterday and a lifetime ago. Controversial show. I don't know why. I loved it. I thought it was great. Love me some weekend. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. We're coming to you live from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Appreciate Northwest Motorsport for all their support here in 2021. Don't forget, this is our last Nuanas now week of 2021. Got shows tomorrow and Friday, and then off for the last two weeks of the year. I appreciate everybody that's contributed. It's been an awesome year. I was thinking that when I was in the press box in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Our show on Friday from the East Coast was the one-year anniversary of Ryan Tutel leaving ESPN Missoula. So uh, it's been a crazy year getting it all together, but can't tell you how thankful I am for all the people that have contributed to this show, including this next young lady, Alex Eshelman from SWX Montana Television. She joins us each week for the Montana State Minute. And this may be the most exciting Montana State Minute so far of the year. Alex, thanks so much for being with us. Have you recovered from your trip to Huntsville? Uh, well, first of all, Coulter, thank you so much for having me. Always a privilege to be on your show. And second of all, um, no, I'm still riding the excitement of how fun that whole experience was. How about you? Oh, it was uh, it was an awesome time. It was uh, a whirlwind to get to and from D.C. to Houston and up to Huntsville. But um, a couple great games. The Montana game actually was sort of lackluster in the second half because of the injuries that the Grizz incurred and uh, the mismatch that they faced against James Madison. But in my 10 years covering the Bobcats, I've never seen a start like they had in Huntsville at Elliott T. Bauer Stadium against Sam Houston. It was like a Mike Tyson fight. They hit Sam Houston in the face and just kept pouring it on, and all of a sudden it's 28 nothing by the end of the first quarter. I don't think Sam Houston knew I hit him. So what do you think just watching from the sideline? Well, actually, Coulter, I was up in the press box for this one, and I was actually sitting behind and staying as quiet as possible as Zach Mackey and Mikey Ryder were calling the game. I was doing some live updates uh, from, from that booth, and to the right of me was a glass screen. You could see the coaches calling the plays, and to the left of me, you could see uh, another glass screen with all the press sitting there and you being one of them and at one point when it was 28 nothing the coaches were going crazy on the right side of me and then the left side everyone's mouths were open they were like what is happening right now this is insane nobody really expected this type of result this early in the game and for Montana State to take that big of a lead before halftime was pretty incredible, and it was 
super exciting to just see Bobcat fans, how excited they were in the stands. They've traveled well from the beginning, and it was so cool to see the entire game play out. It was really my favorite game, I think, that I've covered so far this season. Well, now we have one of the greatest storylines I've come across, and that is the rise of the kid from Butte, Montana. Tommy Mallott takes over as the starting quarterback for the Bobcats in the playoffs after Matt McKay had started the entire regular season. And he's just taken the the entire state by storm now. Five total touchdowns in that game, including four in the first 17 minutes of the game. So um, I, I think that it would be silly for me to ask if it surprised you because I think this has come out of nowhere and surprised almost everybody. But the main thing that I've been struck by is it doesn't seem to have surprised any of the guys on the team. seems like most of the guys from the Bobcat football team were all the way bought in on Tommy Mallott. When you listen to his interviews and you talk to him, you can see why. He's really a mature kid. But what have you thought of his ability to take this thing over and handle all the pressure that has been uh, with Montana State's playoff run? It's been so exciting, Coulter. And I think the coolest thing is that he's from Butte, America. He carries that Butte tough mentality. And you know that some of the best Bobcats who have played for this program and for Montana State have come out of Butte. So for him to be the starting quarterback at this point and just to see how the the year has played out um, and for him to get his first start playing, you know, at his first playoff game this season um, and the way that he's carried himself with that amount of pressure, that's not easy. I mean, that's an obvious statement, but... That is not easy, and he is making it look easy, that's for sure, all while being humble, crediting, giving credit to his seniors, to the guys up front that, I'm helping him get, that are helping him get the job done, to his receivers, to his running backs. I mean, it's, it's really cool, and you can't say enough uh, about Tommy Malott so far, enough good things. And he's so, so versatile and so explosive in so many different ways. I mean – in that first half to have a passing touchdown, rushing touchdown, and receiving touchdown, it was it was incredible. Alex Esserman, SWX Montana Television, joining us here on Nuanas now. It is the Montana State Minute. It's presented by J&V Restaurant Supply. J&V Restaurant Supply is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a scotty, you can score big with J&V. They have three <laughs> locations throughout the state of Montana. You can also find the, all of their awesome products at jvrestaurant.com. Alex, a couple big injuries in the game as well, though. Chase Benson went down early. He did mm-hmm. not return to the game. Ty Okada also went down again after getting knocked out against the Grizz. Looked like he had a similar shoulder injury. I know this time of year there's not much uh, in, just in terms of injury reports because everybody's kind of close to the vest. I don't really necessarily expect either of those guys to play. And if they do, I think they'll be limited. But either way, I mean, how much do you think that affects it? Because those are two of Montana State's best players heading into the semifinal game against South Dakota State on Saturday. Well, I think we'd be lying if we said it's not going to affect anything. I think that, you know, those are big losses. Those guys are um, definitely stars of the show for Montana State. However, I do think two things. One, at this point in the season, everyone is battling injuries to some extent or degree. No one is really 100%. They've been going at this since the beginning of August. And even throughout the summer, spring ball, I mean, this is a full-time job. But they've really been going... 100% at this thing at the start of August. And then, two, Daniel Hardy said it best in his last post-game press conference. He said, you you guys think that, and he wasn't saying in a rude way by any means, but he said, 
you guys think that, you know, our second and third string guys are second and third string guys. We think they're starters. They take just as many reps in practice as we do. And we believe in these guys just as much as our, our starting guys. And so I think that you got to work with what you got and you also have to go in mentally tough. And I think that those are two things that Montana State football is capable of doing and they've been doing it throughout the whole year. Well, the fact that this team wants their identity to be steeped in toughness and then you have this really, really tough kid come out of nowhere to take over a quarterback, I just think it's the perfect formula. I think it's the exact spark that they needed. And and I don't know if they'd be in this position without the emergence of Tommy lot, but I think that is what's helped them believe that they could be in this position. So uh, that's been very right. cool to watch. So now here we are, Alex, with one more home game at Bobcat Stadium. And it's arguably the biggest home game I've ever covered there at MSU the first semifinal game in Bozeman since 1984, which is unbelievable to think about. And South Dakota State is coming to town. I know you've had a couple different uh, trips down to campus so far this week. So what's the vibe? What's the feel around the team? I know you've done some interviews with both Coach Vegan and, and Nate Stewart, the, the senior wide receiver, who, by the way, his emergence has been absolutely key as well. Uh, after he missed most of the mm-hmm. first 10 games of the year, he, he's been back and really contributing the grad transfer from Akron. But what's sort of the vibe you've gotten so far when you've been down on campus and uh, talking to the team? I think one word, confidence. I think that they hold the confidence right now and feel confident, and you can feel that energy as Coach Vegan talks, as the players talk. And it's not anything that they have, you know, the, the feeling and the vibe throughout the team, Coulter really has stayed the same and has stayed consistent from day one. They've just put their head down and have gone to work and, um, and have just taken it one game at a time, really. They've really stayed present. But I do think being able to be back at home and to know that Bobcat fans sold out the stadium in no more than 45 minutes, and I'm being very generous with that number. Like, people sold out even the stand, the standing room seats. It's going to be packed with over 20,000 fans. People want to be there. They wanted, I mean, they sold out the stadium in very much less than an hour. So it's going to be exciting, and I think that there is a confidence there knowing that they don't have to go on the road, knowing that they don't have to face a flight delay that they had to this past weekend prior to playing Sam Houston. Um, and just having that, that feeling of comfort of being able to be in front of the home crowd, something that South Dakota state, you could argue hasn't really, um, you know, experienced at least in their last couple games in their last game, they played in a, in front of a crowd of 3,500 or so. So it's going to definitely be an advantage to be in front of those Bobcat fans this weekend. Alex Esserman, SWX Montana Television, joining us here on Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Alex, this is our last week on the radio for this calendar year, so win, lose, or draw, we won't won't have much of a chance to recap it next week. Maybe we'll get a hold of you for a little Big Sky Breakdown action on Skyline. But either way, because of that, I want to ask you, what have been your favorite or among your favorite moments from this Bobcat football season so far? Oh my gosh, Coulter. I definitely gold rush. That was my first gold rush. Um, And I will say, even though it didn't end up in the cat's favor, my first cat Grizz and experiencing Wild Grizz was really exciting. 
Um, and most importantly, just being able to, to experience and get to know this senior class in this group, because if any, you know, for anybody who's been involved in sports, you, for a long time, you know, the feeling of a good team versus a bad team. And this team just has that feeling that they could go all the way. And the adversity that all these players have faced in their own lives off the football field is insane and in their own different ways. And for them to be good humans and come out, come into press conferences every week and just be nice guys to talk to, that's been my favorite thing for sure. It is a very special group. This is the 11th season I've covered Bobcat football, and this is definitely one of, if not the most memorable group of guys that I've been around. So been a true pleasure. I echo your sentiments. Alex, thanks so much for all your time throughout this season. We'll definitely have you on after the new year to recap whatever does go down here the next couple weeks. But in the meantime, I look forward to seeing you on Saturday. And uh, happy holidays to you and your family. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, Coulter. Always a privilege to be on your show. I hope to be on a few more at one point, but thank you so much. It's been such a privilege. Alex Esselman, SWX Montana Television. It is the Montana State Minute. Presented by JV Restaurant Supply. JV Restaurant is your home for everything kitchen, whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a scotty, you can score big with JV. Everything you need for your next tailgate or for that big family holiday party, you can find it at one of JV's three locations, or you can order it online. Their website, jvrestaurant.com. They have free delivery on all orders through the end of December, so you better get on it. JV. Proud sponsors of athletics across the state of Montana for more than 45 years. You can get everything you need for your next event at J&V, your restaurant specialists. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.